0: In this bulletin, the death toll from the earthquakes in Turkey and Syria rises. The UN admits the earthquake efforts have failed for the Syrian people. And in sport, Australia's female cricketers fetch high prices at a Premier League auction in India. With the latest from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Stephanie Corsetti. The combined death toll in Syria and Turkey from the devastating earthquakes has exceeded 37,000. The current fatality figure in Syria is 5,700 people and includes rebel-held areas in the northwest of the country. Meanwhile, a 13-year-old boy has been pulled alive from the rubble of a collapsed building in the Turkish province of Hatay. Specialists say the time frame is nearly closed for similar rescues given the freezing temperatures. The United Nations has admitted its aid efforts have failed the Syrian people after significant delays to aid. The UN Emergency Relief Coordinator Martin Griffiths admitted errors on Monday after a visit to the Turkey-Syria border. However, Geir Pedersen, the UN Special Envoy for Syria, says the organisation is doing its best to serve the region despite damaged roads and political barriers that have complicated the delivery of aid.
1: I can assure you that uh, the UN humanitarian family will do whatever they can to reach out to everyone that needs support. So we are trying to mobilize whatever support there is. We are reaching out, of course, to bilateral countries, we are mobilizing funding, and we are trying to tell everyone put politics aside. This is at the time to unite behind a common effort to support the Syrian people.
0: Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says he'll be looking to strengthen cooperation with Vanuatu in the areas of trade, security and climate change. The Prime Minister of Vanuatu is arriving in Australia today on a three-day visit. It's the first visit to Australia by a Prime Minister of Vanuatu since 2018. Mr Albanese says it is an opportunity to listen to Vanuatu's priorities. Foreign Minister Penny Wong visited the country in December amidst an emphasis from Mr Albanese's government to strengthen ties with the Pacific Island countries in the wake of Chinese expansionism in the region. The head of Australia's spy agency has told Parliament right-wing and conspiracy theory motivated extremism has declined significantly following the removal of COVID-19 pandemic restrictions. Mike Burgess, the Director-General of Security in charge of ASIO, has reported a fall in right-wing extremism to a Senate estimates hearing from 50 per cent of the organisation's caseload to 30 per cent since pandemic mandates eased. Mr Burgess says the decline from the far right is significant. However, ASIO remains on high alert to the violent tendencies of these movements.
2: The volatility has uh, reduced somewhat, in particular around the COVID, so there's less angst these days, we're not in subject to mandates. Some of that feeling does live on, but the number of cases we've been looking at, uh, they've, they've reduced significantly. Um, but there is still some volatility in the mix with people who have a range of grievances around a social, economic or some conspiracy theory-driven grievance, and a small percentage of them think violence is the answer. So it's still very much in the mix. To sport,
0: Australia's world champion women's cricketers have fetched some of the highest prices at the first-ever Women's Premier League auction. The Women's Premier League, the female equivalent of the Indian Premier League 2020 tournament, will play its inaugural season next month and the five teams participating have bid for the world's top five female cricketers to fill out their rosters. Ash Gardner was the highest-priced Australian, being purchased for $558,000 by the Gujarat Giants. Beth Mooney was the second most expensive, fetching a price of $350,000. Elise Perry was purchased by the Royal Challengers Bangalore for $297,000. Captain Meg Langing was picked up by the Delhi Capitals for $192,000. And that's the latest from SBS News.